This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. And we're back with another episode of Separation Anxiety. I'm your host, Marcus Jordan. And I'm Larsa Pippen. And today we're talking life and love with Larkus. I love that. We're talking a little bit about spending habits, talking a little bit about jealousy and a whole myriad of things. But let's jump into it, babe. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. So Katie Thurston from season 17 of The Bachelorette says she gifted her then boyfriend, John Hershey, of a new van prior to their breakup. The couple had been dating for six months. Mm-hmm. They were living together when he broke up with her. He was a bartender, an aspiring pilot, and eventually paid her back for the van. But it took a long time because it was expensive. Mm-hmm. Now Katie says she'll never buy a man a present of that caliber again. And so, well, babe, what is the most expensive gift you've bought your significant other? I think when you're married and when you're dating, it's two different things. Okay, so talk about it. Let's talk about so it. So I think that like when you're dating someone, mm-hmm. you there's like parameters. Like, you really shouldn't buy them a car. Yeah, I feel like... I mean, I, I look, I'm not going to say it like that. I guess I shouldn't say it like that because okay. I have gotten cars. You've gotten cars. You've gotten... You've received a lot of gifts. I feel like... I'm saying for a girl. Like, I feel like okay. as a woman, okay, I would not buy my boyfriend a car. However, I you have had buying guys buying me cars. Okay. So I guess it's kind of like... Uh, you talk about it from the woman's perspective. I'll talk about it from the man's okay, perspective. I, okay, so from a woman's perspective, I don't think that I would buy... A man, a car. If, if you're he's just, just my dating. boyfriend, if no. Just, okay. I think if you're my husband, then we we share everything. You know, you can right. I can give you whatever you want. You're gonna give me whatever I want. But okay. I think as a a woman, I don't. I just think like men give better gifts than women. I think. Well, I think you know, for a man, you know, 
oftentimes that's your way of trying to, you know, get noticed or, you know, hook in your, your, your girl that you're dating, you know? And so there's been times where I've spent, you know, an abnormal amount of money on trying to impress somebody or get somebody, get somebody's attention, I'll say. Oh, okay. Um, and so I, I wouldn't say I've bought any cars, but I've gifted some things that were, you know, as expensive as cars for sure. I'm um, sure. And so I feel like you, like, I feel like you spent a lot of money on my birthday. I, I spend a lot of money on you every day, but, but I mean, yeah, your birthday, yeah, I just wanted to make it special for you. You know, again, I think you put a lot of value into those type of sentimental dates and moments and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like every day I'm, I'm trying to take things up a notch. And so I do feel like, you know, as a guy, there is, you know, after you started dating or whatever, your boyfriend, girlfriend, I feel like there's a scale of like time spent together versus price and value of the gift. I feel like over time, you constantly have to outdo yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you start off with a million dollar gift, by year five of the relationship, you're up to $5 million in gifts. Wow. Am I wrong? Yeah. You know, and so I I just think that there's a double standard when it comes to guys gifting versus girls gifting. Well, you know, my mom taught me this and she said, you know, what's the most important gift anyone can ever give you? What's that? Time. I agree with that. Because I feel like time is something when someone gives you their time, it's more valuable than a gift. There's a lot of women out there, though, that I feel like are spending time with, you know, a deadbeat dude and they're looking for other other types of gifts. Am I wrong? Why can't you get both? Why can't? I mean, sometimes the guy don't have it like that, you know, so he's like, look, I'm going to give you all the time I got in the world. But, you know, we we struggling, we grinding together, you know, so he might not be able to buy that five thousand dollar bag or yeah something like that so is in that scenario is that st- you would you still date that guy i think so if he was grinding towards something i think so i think that like i think like if someone makes you feel good and they make you happy then that's like more important than any gift i don't think i don't think so i really? feel i feel like you know again i think we talked about this on our last episode that I, I like like you I like up, a boss you know what i'm I saying i like a boss but i also grew up my dad gave me everything of course my dad always gave me gifts my dad took As me on shopping should. spree he's like so for me, love, like if you want to show me love, you give me things sometimes. Like yeah. I like it. But at the same time, like I have my mom who's the total opposite. And well, my mom tells me that like these things are not going to make you happy, Larsa. I feel like, look, there was maybe a point in your life, especially when you stepped away from your previous marriage, that like you were single, mm-hmm. you know, and you probably had a lot of suitors out there. And so sometimes, can you, and I'm going to ask you this, sometimes can a woman get tired of too many gifts? Is there a such thing as too many gifts? No, if it's from the right person, no. But what if it's not? What if it's from guys just trying well, to buy your love? I mean, listen. So you, there's, you, that sounds no, like a no. People, <laughs> that no, sounds people, like there's no such thing as too many gifts, guys. No, there's no such thing as too many gifts. But I feel like people give you what they have to offer. Okay. Okay, so some people have gifts to offer. Okay. Some people have time to offer. Some people have, you know, love to offer. I think it's like, you know. It's what they're offering you yeah. at that point. Yeah. And I feel like you can ha- you can have it all. Why can't you be with a guy that's successful and giving? Yeah. There's nothing worse than a guy that's successful and cheap. Has there yeah. ever been a guy that was constantly giving you gifts that you just knew you would never be with? No matter how many gifts. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I guess and vice versa. I you know Did I, you did you feel like you had to give girls gifts because of who you are? So that's twofold. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, when I was dating, when I was single and dating, you know, you you kind of know if it's going to be a long term relationship or if it's like a fling, mm-hmm. you know. 
And so I felt like a lot of times in my flings, you know, I would definitely give a lot of gifts just mm. because, you know, it's like a you're trying to keep somebody happy. You're also trying to maybe, you know, buy a little bit of silence, not have people go in public, you know, because when you're dating, you're not necessarily, you know, not everybody meets the boyfriend girlfriend standard. Am I am I right? No, I hear you. And so, you know, there was there were some flings out there that maybe got some shoes or a bag or, you know, some clothes from trophy room or something like that. And, you know, that's how I go. That's how I went back then. Got it. Okay. Now I'm saving all my money so I can buy you the world. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love you. That's so cute. I love you too. Uh, have you ever regretted buying something expensive for a partner? Actually, I do. Yeah? I do. Can we talk about it? Sure. Okay, what's up? Who was it? Well, I mean, not necessarily who was it. What was it? Yeah, was. what was it? My, my bad. I did give this guy a necklace. Okay. And it was from my jewelry line. Okay. And. The Larsa Marie. Yeah. And it was kind of annoying because. Okay. I can't, like he ended up getting back with his ex and I feel like she would have taken the necklace. Oh, snap. Damn. So it's just kind of annoying. Okay. So you regret giving that necklace? Yeah, I kind of feel like it was very personal because it was like it was like one of my very first like chain necklaces that yeah. I was making, like the chain link necklaces that I loved so much and it yeah. had my logo on there. Mm -hmm. And it was just annoying to think like some other girl is going to be wearing a necklace that I gave this guy. Yeah, that's kind of, I could, I could see that. That's you annoying. know? Yeah. Um, for me, I've never really regret it i've always given a gift not expecting anything in return yeah you know obviously you can maybe insinuate or hope that there's you know mm -hmm. something that you're going to get in return but um once i give a gift i've given it it's gone it's Same. like you know and you Same. see i'm very generous in terms you of are. like when we go out with friends or you know obviously in our relationship i think it's give and take i think in any relationship it's give and take some people you know you give things to they do other things for you i think it's give and take have you ever had to give a gift back no Never. Never. Oh. Ooh, I wasn't going to call you out on that one, but, you Okay, know. so I did get a G-Wagon. Okay. And then, mm -hmm. and I had to end up giving it back. Yeah, we won't We won't necessarily get into the details of all that. I did get a G-Wagon. I forgot about that. I wasn't trying to put you on front I, street. Well, I had a lot of cars. Someone gifted me a lot of cars. Yeah, exactly. And one of them was, I gave them all back, and I kept the G-Wagon. And then I But I also think that, you know, not to tell yeah. your story, but I also feel like, you know, there might have been extra expectations put on the friendship, not necessarily, you know, yeah. sexually, but like, you know, spending time with somebody and, you know, all of that stuff. And I don't think that you were in a position that you wanted to do that. And so it's probably better yeah. to give the gifts back versus totally. like leading someone in a direction you don't want to go. Totally. Yeah. No, I agree. But you know what my dad always taught me? My dad literally has been telling me this my whole life. Okay. Like, People don't give you gifts for nothing. I feel like I've said that to you a couple and times. And my dad too. always, always used to say this to me. And I would be like, oh, they're just my friends. Yeah. And yeah. No, nah, I mean, look, for me as a man, if you give a gift, you give a gift. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't, uh, I wouldn't expect anything back. And yeah. so would you expect or would they expect you to pay something back? Have you ever been expected to pay back something for a gift? No. I don't think I've ever. No. I've never asked, like. That's insane. That's an insane. So let me ask you a question: If if you gave someone an engagement ring and you guys broke up, would you want the ring back? Nah. Yeah, I feel, I feel like, you like don't nah. Really give it back, you, right? Once I spend my money on it, like yeah. it's in my mind, I've written it off. It's gone. It's yours. Yeah, you know? I'm like that too. Unless I'm like I'm like that too. It's unless mine. Unless <laughs> I haven't given it to that person. For example, let's say I bought an engagement ring and something happened, and now we're calling. You know, not, not 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 that we're calling engagement off, but we're breaking up. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I'm not mad at taking the, the ring back at that oh, point. Oh, no, totally. If that's you've normal. never given it, you yeah, know, I'm not going to save it for the next woman. I'm going to get some because she might like a different yeah. cut of stone or something. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's normal. Yeah.
So, um, anything else you want to add on this topic? I feel like we can talk about this for a while. I but, know. You know. No, I feel like trying I, to keep I'm, things confidential a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I have to a yeah. little bit. No, I feel but um, I do like the way we are with each other because I feel like we're both very generous with each other. I feel like we try to outdo each other's love in different ways. Yeah, you know, whether it's giving a gift or a back rub or you know surprising each other with dinner or something like that. Like I feel like we are constantly trying to one up each other. Yeah, I feel like we're like who's the, who's in the lead? You. Uh, you know, I wasn't gonna say anything. But <laughs> cheers. Probably you. Um. Okay, and so. Let's talk about jealousy. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, can feelings of jealousy be a good thing in a relationship? I think um, so. We all experience romantic jealousy differently, but the common emotions associated to jealousy are rage, fear, possessiveness, and sadness. And so, you know, jealousy is a kind of a reaction to losing something or someone that you have. And according to research psychologist Jolie Hamilton, the knee-jerk reaction of jealousy has been documented in infants as early as six months old. So there, are biolog- there is a biological component, which means jealousy is completely natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about what you do with those feelings that matter. Um, I like a bit of jealousy. You like a little bit of jealousy? Talk to me about that. Like, what does that mean? I mean, I feel like if you don't have a little bit of jealousy, you really don't care. Yeah. Because I've been in situations where I like I didn't care. And if I didn't care, that means I don't have enough like emotion in the relationship. I'm not emotionally invested in the relationship if I'm not jealous. Yeah. So I do feel like there's like it's good to be a little jealous. It's good to be on your toes. All those feelings are normal. I think it's just how you deal with them. Yeah. So according to life coach Jacqueline Missler, dealing with jealousy head on can actually create more trust and a stronger bond in a relationship. And so I think that's kind of what you're alluding to is that a little bit of jealousy doesn't necessarily hurt. It could create like a talking point that maybe might build a stronger bond, you know? I think so. I think it's like, you know, keep everything in, you know, the middle, not too crazy. Don't get too crazy. Don't get too jealous. Like just. Okay. But I also feel like your partner makes you feel a certain way. So if you're feeling a bit jealous, your partner can come in and like, make you feel good and yeah. like communicate and make you feel like it's a safe place. But if your partner is steady doing crazy things and that's making you jealous, it's a very unhealthy like situation and relationship. I think that's like a problem. That's never going to work. Okay. That's perfect. You set me up perfectly for this segue into this example. And so if your partner says you need to stop texting with members of the opposite sex, is that an impractical request that is only going to put a bandaid on the issue? I think it depends who the person you're texting is. Oh, okay. We well, because to, um, it could be like legit like a friend or a business partner or something like that. Yeah. I think like you you can jealousy is okay, but it has to be like like there has to be a reason for it. Yeah. You can't just be jealous over anything, you know? True. I agree. I think most often My it, mom is really jealous, just so you know. Really? My oh. mom is super jealous. Well, I mean, she has good reason to. She's got a great man on her side, you know. She's and so, definitely very jealous. So if somebody went and talked to your dad, she would get she would be like she'd oh, be looking him up and down, surveying who it is. Oh yeah. She's not about that life. I remember I had a nanny that I brought to my parents' house and she just kept talking to my dad. She kinda like wasn't even acknowledging my mom and she kept like trying to be funny around my dad and talking to my dad yeah and my mom in arabic said to me like if you 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 guys are not staying here tonight like you're taking your nanny you're going home like you're not staying at my house tonight because i had a house 15 minutes away from my parents house like a big house but i always wanted to stay at my parents house when i would first get into town when i would first get to chicago right and my mom did not want that lady in her house she was like oh no you're not bringing that lady you know it's funny because i feel like it depends on 
the person, right? Because you have a lot of guy friends. you got a lot of male business partners, you know, and so you're constantly communicating with men. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think I jokingly say, you know, you need more women friends or you need Mm -hmm. more girlfriends. And I think women, women friends are are more threatening than male friends, just so you know, because I feel like women friends. To who? Well, to any relationship, because I feel like if I had a bunch of girlfriends, they would always want me to go out and do things. And like that puts you in a more of a a, like you're saying you going out with your girlfriends is might lead to, you know, a trickier issue than if you were hanging out with your guy friends. Yes. Uh, Because my guy friends, that relationship has been established. It's not like it's you're not going to really go from like guys that I talk to all the time that like. You're not going to like, no. Yeah. No, nah, I, I mean, look, I feel I think like our situation, how our situation started as friends was different because we really weren't around each other. Well, I think there was, you know, you know, that's true. And, you know, the way we met, I don't know. I just obviously it was a different circumstance, but there was like a level of attraction that built up over time. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I was we just both friend zoned each other. You know, I think right, that no. we wanted to get in, get to know each other a little more, too. Um, I don't know. I just feel like. It depends on the situation because, like, you know, if I go out with my guy friends, then maybe there's a little more mischief that I would get into than if I went out with my girlfriends. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. That's kind of why I feel like having guy friends is like a safe zone. But I feel like, so that means I can go and have more female friends? No. (laughs) No. I'm just just saying. I'm throwing that out. I don't know. I just, you know. I think it's situational. I think it's situational. I think it's for situational. Sure. And, you know, with this example of texting somebody of the opposite sex, I agree. I think the subject matter counts. Mm-hmm. Depends on what you're talking about. If you're sitting there talking about business all day or, yeah. you know, things like that. Then but okay, I feel like it's... don't be shady. That's the thing. I think a lot of people are shady. Don't be shady. Like, tell it, say what it is. And that way everyone understands what it is. Yeah. But I think, you know, again, friends of the opposite sex, there could be ulterior motives there or it could be a girl you know lying in the weeds waiting for her shot it could be a guy you know that's laying low waiting for their shot you know and so you know it just i'm just saying you know I think that's it depends like on life. the situation i think when you're when you make your partner feel really good and stable and like great they're not going anywhere and i okay. think when you don't take care of your home then you make it very easy for someone to creep in out of the back door so outside of this relationship not talking about ours have you experienced jealousy in past relationships yeah totally from I, you or from the guy? No, I dated someone that was so jealous I couldn't wear leggings. Yeah. Like literally could not wear leggings. Yeah, no, I know this story. So, I yeah, mean, for, I couldn't good, leave, for good reason. No, but I literally couldn't leave my house. And it was like a new relationship. And he's like, if you're not with me, I mean, if you're not with your kids, you're definitely with me. It's not like you're ever going to leave me to go hang out with your friends. And I kind of thought that's like. Too, that's, that's too much. I feel like that's controlling. I feel like that's controlling and possessiveness, not necessarily jealous. You yeah. Know? I feel like jealousy, most often than not, you know, you'll get an emotion or a feeling type of feeling around a certain circumstance. But, you know, how you handle that is, you know, is it can be different. It could vary. Um, but what you're talking about, I think that's controlling. That's yeah. like, oh, if, you, if you're not with me, you ain't with your friends. You better be yeah. with your family. Like, that's a little too much. It's a lot. Is it a turnoff when For sure. there's jealousy like that? Yeah, I think it has to be like a touch of it, like a touch of jealousy that's like, you know that the person cares, the person is like on you, but like not too much. Yeah. Because it definitely can backfire. If you're super jealous, you push like, the person away. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. I feel like in previous relationships, if somebody is too jealous, then it leads to them constantly being up under you or questioning you or, you know, there's no trust. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in my past, if there was no trust, 
then most often than not, I either ended it or I was looking for a way out, you know? So that's normal. That's very normal. Um, I mean, is jealousy a turn off for you? uh, No, I think it's, you know, I don't think it's a Okay, so do you think, okay, so do you think that it's bad if the person that you're with is not jealous? Like, am I jealous to you? (laughs) <laughs> this is a trick that's a trick question um you have your moments where you're protective i don't necessarily yeah. you know I'm not, I'm not gonna say you're jealous but there are times where you like to be inquisitive and know what exactly is going on you know i think that's well, i think one it's of your called confidence i was just about to say one of your favorite things is protecting your mental mm-hmm. and i think the best way that you like to protect your mental is to fully understand the big picture yeah. whether that be a friendship that i have or uh, somebody that comes up for example when we were walking into rolling loud okay okay and we kind of cut the line you know we we're right. walking with natty and joe i mean we were meeting jojo but walking with natty who you know they own rolling loud mm-hmm. and so there was a huge line at the loud club right mm-hmm. in the vip mm-hmm. and we kind of walk through the vip and mm-hmm. all of a sudden girls are saying marcus 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 because it was you know there were some friends that i knew mm-hmm. from orlando who were waiting to get in line okay. and so w- did you get jealous over that yeah, a little bit. I don't think. I mean, maybe, but I mean, you were protect. You definitely wanted to know who was yelling, and for it's me, like, I just keeps calling your name. And I'm I was like, like, I had my head down, head low, like I was you not. You were scared because you thought I was going to be like Cardi B with the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I wasn't necessarily scared, but it's just like you know, in those instances where you're cutting the line, you're yeah. walking past people, you don't want to make eye contact with anybody because if it is somebody that you know pretty well, uh-huh. you're not trying to add on to the crew that we already were, you know, had. So yeah. I just think that was an instance of not necessarily you being jealous, but you oh, know, I love you. You're trying to figure out. I just love you a lot. What's at play? Who's what's the bigger picture? You know, and I love you too, babe. I know. I love um, you too. So what do you think? Wait, do you think there's like a healthy amount of jealousy in a relationship? Like, like, yeah. do you think we're in a healthy place for like I, both of us? I do think that there is. I think jealousy is healthy for a relationship because one, it shows that you care. Mm-hmm. Two, you know, it shows that you are interested in actually understanding and getting to know your partner better, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of their relationships and friendships. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think there could be a healthy amount of jealousy. I think all relationships have some amount. Some is greater than so. others, you know. I think so, too. How okay. about you? What about, what do you think of partners who react to jealousy with words like, you're crazy, you're paranoid, like. Yeah, like stuff like that. I those feel are like, cheaters. I've, <laughs> those are cheaters. When you say things like that, you're like a full-blown cheater. I feel like those types of responses can be triggering you know what i'm saying and like it doesn't necessarily help the situation at hand because Mm -hmm. then you get you come off defensive Mm -hmm. and so now the other person thinks maybe there's more there right you know so then you know maybe while you're sleeping somebody's gonna go through your phone or you know they're gonna Mm -hmm. they're gonna there will be extreme measures women are known for digging we like to dig and see what's going on yeah and so wait can you tell me why women like to dig is it because because they just want to know what's up yeah. Yeah, I think they should know what's up. I okay. think I think if everyone was honest. So what if a, what, I'm super super duper honest? Yeah, like so I'm, I feel like I am too. I'm very honest. Like I tell you exactly what it is. Like right. I remember when I got this tattoo, love, yeah. and I remember I got this tattoo and I had this whole conversation with like this person that I was with, and I was like, uh-huh. hey, um, just so you know, going forward, like I gave you so much love and I never got it back. I will never be faithful to you again. Yeah. Like all bets are off. Yeah. And I feel like I'm like that. I kind of like say it. And once I say it, I feel like I understand it for myself. I've said it to the world, like to myself yeah. and to the person and I can move forward and I don't need to respect our relationship anymore. I don't like, I, I'm good with whatever. Yeah. And so I do feel like I'm very open and honest like that. Like I don't, 
play games. Yeah, like I, and I think that's that should be appreciated because, you know, most often than not, people play games, people cheat, people lie. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's where I just I don't think that that's healthy. Yeah. You know? And it, it could lead to other bad habits. And so. All right, I think that's enough about jealousy. You know, okay, working cool. up some, oh, I some, feel like I'm some flashbacks. I feel like I'm jealous that you're sitting too far from me. Mm, so get over here, babe. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith. And we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com blueprints. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world. 
From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Let's talk about fubbing. Okay. Are you guilty of fubbing? What is fubbing? So fubbing is a modern phenomenon, which is a mix of two words, phone and snubbing. And so essentially fubbing is when you ignore your romantic partner for your digital devices. For example, your partner's in the same room, but you're scrolling endlessly or answering messages that aren't urgent. And so research shows that the practice of fubbing is causing increased conflict and reduced intimacy. I can see that. And so are you guilty of fubbing, babe? Okay, so. Yeah. I am, but no. I'm going to beat you to that. Yes. Okay, I you am. You like to fub. Okay, no. Let me, let me, let me like, set the record straight. You like straight. to fub, baby. I do like to fub, but I'm always including you in the conversations. Mm-hmm. It's, it'll be like a business thing, and I'll be like, hey, I'm texting this person about this, or I'm replying back to an email, but it's never like me just looking through Instagram or like stuff like that when we're together. Um, yeah, I feel like oftentimes when you fub, mm-hmm. and I think we're both, I feel like everybody is guilty of fubbing at some point but i I feel like yesterday Mm -hmm. we went to lunch okay and you were fubbing me you had to take calls and you had to answer texts but i do think it's because you wear multiple hats you know you've got four kids you've got businesses that you're running you know and so it's understandable and reasonable to expect that every now and then you might have to answer a call while we're at lunch or on a date you know Mm -hmm. but do you feel like if you tell the person like i'm doing this or like include them in what you're doing, do you feel like that makes it better? It definitely makes it better, but it's still fubbing. Because I feel like, you know, okay. if, if we, if we you know, say that we're going out on a date or we're going to lunch, then yeah. I, I've, I think the uh, expectation is that th- your full attention is going to be part of the date. You know, not yeah. just yours, but mine too. Yeah. And so, you know, I think a little bit of fubbing doesn't matter. I think what would drive me crazy is that, like, you know, there's different seasons where you're busier than others. And Mm -hmm. so if you're in your busy season and then your significant other is like, oh, you're fubbing me, you're fubbing me, you're fubbing me, then, like, that could get annoying. Because sometimes you got to handle work. Work, you know. Yeah, I feel like as long as it's, like, stuff for me, I don't like to let things pile up. Like, I hate that feeling if I, like, don't handle things like emails or, like, people, attorneys that are calling me and stuff. I just feel like I'm holding everyone up. Or if I'm on group text, like with the Luho people, I just mm-hmm. feel like I don't want to be the one that's holding up what's, you know, like the business. Right, exactly. So I, I always that. like to reply and I like to make sure everyone understands what my views are in X, Y, and Z. And I feel like sometimes when you kind of put it off, it's kind of like slows the whole process down. Right. No, so I, I do like that. to handle that. But I do feel like I, I do include you in all of that. Yeah, sometimes you're overly inclusive. Like sometimes I don't you want don't, it's to, too much. It's not that it's too much. It's just that I don't feel like it's my place to get involved. You yeah. know, I feel like, you know, I don't want to be that person to, you know, I just hate like when it's not somebody's business and they constantly insert themselves. I'm the polar opposite of that. No, you know I what know. I'm saying? Like I'm like waiting. But, but you know what? I'm funny? waiting until the teacher calls on me to offer I like my advice. that you're like that though. Yeah. I, I I'm think, like that too with you. I don't like insert myself in your stuff. I no, you definitely, you, like, you definitely not, don't. We're but, both, I think we're both alike in so many different ways because we're yeah. both like that. Like we're not trying to like overdo our position. We kind of yeah. like, I think we, we want to be complimentary to each other, not necessarily totally. controlling or, totally. you know? So wait, would you date or marry a fubber? 
I mean, if you're working and I, I listen, I, you, you would marry someone where you communicate with them. And if that bothered you, then you would tell them that you didn't like it. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to marry a fubber because you like the fub. Oh, sorry. Well, I guess you're you like the me. fub. Exactly. So, okay. Um, can it be argued that being on your phone is dedicated time to yourself, which is also important in maintaining healthy relationships? No, because I feel like for me, it's always work. I, you know, I, I feel like. Out of the two of us, I can live without my phone. I'm perfectly fine without my phone. My phone dies all the time. It does. Obviously not when I'm, you know, when I'm with you, my phone dies all the time. And so, like, I don't know. I, Out of the two of us, I can definitely go without a phone. I don't think you can live without a phone. Um, I well, can't mainly live. because of your kids. Yeah, because I feel like I always have my kids. But you know what I was telling you? I was like, hey, I kind of want to go somewhere and just turn off my phone for like five days and just have my kids call your phone if they need love me. Love it. Love it. Um, I kind of feel like I want to do that because I don't know how to like stop replying to like emails or like text messaging because I feel like I don't like to let people down. Yeah. No, I feel I'll that. reply to people like literally I had a masseuse that asked me for like $25,000 via text. That's insane. And I had to reply to her and I'm like, why am I even re- replying to this person? Because it's just like nah, so yeah. crazy that, that you're like. That person would have got blocked. That, that would have been a block but I just, party for I me. just, I don't like to leave people on like, like unread. I yeah. like to like reply, like whatever it is. I'm always like, I just. No, nah, I be ghosting. I ghost a lot of people, especially if you you're come. You're good like that. Yeah, you come asking for $25,000. I'm not hitting you back for like six months. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna let whatever event is happening, that's got to blow over before I, I respond. I feel you. I need to be more like that. Yeah. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Prudential knows that no community is a monolith. And we all have unique financial needs. With black community partners across the nation, Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long and are making a tangible impact. 
This includes their home city of Newark, where they're actively engaged in building stronger financial foundations. They are dedicated to offering equitable financial services that cater to diverse individual requirements while recognizing our shared goal of wealth building. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Power the dreams of our communities today and future generations tomorrow. Learn more and build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been benched before? Uh, there's a new micro dating trend called benching. And according to psychology today expert Dr. Bruce Wiley, benching occurs when someone keeps you around as a backup because the person is interested in someone else. Okay, so that's why everyone's single in today's world. Yeah, I mean, because you're always feeling like you can get better. Okay, so you're well, dating a yeah. bunch of people. I'm, all my friends are. Th- this is where my friends like. Well, I think thrive. The, I think you're notorious <laughs> in talking to your friends about you got to have a roster. I you do gotta feel have like a that. roster, you know. And so this is, I think, an additional component to that. So who are you benching? Who's your starting five? You know, not necessarily yeah. you specifically, but I think it's uh, it's a modern day thing having a roster and having to bench some people. Totally. But I also feel like it's it's what happens in today's world, in today's dating world. Yeah. Everyone has so many options and you're only as good as your options. That's true. And I, you know what's funny? I feel like guys always want the one girl that every guy wants. Uh, I think so. I beg to disagree. I really? don't know. I think it depends on the guy, number one. And I've always been, prior to you, mm-hmm. you know, I always had a joke with my friends that like, if I was going to get married... She probably wouldn't speak English. Like, I'm going to go find the most beautiful girl in the world that lives out of the country that knows nothing about all of this hoopla BS that you we live in. Move to like 90 days I wasn't going to move. I was. She was going to move. I was going to bring her back to the States, you okay. know. And so that was a running joke that I had with my friends. Okay. Now, I've obviously, my position has changed a little bit on that. Um, but I've never been the one to, like, go and see, like, oh, so-and-so has been with this person, that person. I'm trying to go be with her. Like, yeah. nah, I, I don't, you know, they don't necessarily work like that for me. I think there's like signs to the fact when you're getting benched. Yeah. And so talk about the five signs, baby. So I think it's like inconsistency when a person acts in a very inconsistent manner. Like they may call you, they may not. Mm-hmm. You can't really rely on the person. Yeah. So I That's feel- one of my biggest pet peeves. I feel like if I was trying to pursue a woman... And like I'm texting you, like everybody has their phone in their hands constantly, at least within the next 90 minutes or two hours of a day. And Mm -hmm. so like if I'm texting a girl and I don't get a response for like two or three days, like 
I can tell that I'm being benched and I'm moving on to the next, you know? But I also feel like girls do that purposefully. Like I used but to you do can, that you can and t- I would tell guys, I'd be like, hey, don't rely, like I'd say, I'll call you back in like 20 minutes and I would forget. And then I would tell them and then the next day they'd be like, you were supposed to call me. And I'd be like, don't rely on me nah, calling you back. that's thirsty. First of all, I would never, I, I would never I would hit say another that. girl. Like, I would say don't rely on me because like, I have a lot me, going on. Then I'm waiting for you to call me. And if you don't, then I'm talking to X, Y, and Z. Yeah, you're moving to, on. Yeah, I'm not waiting for nobody. But, you know, I just feel like that would be an indication that you're being benched. Just like, all right, it's been three days. Shorty hasn't hit me back. Yeah. I'm like, all right, on to the next, mm-hmm. right? Or like, I'll check my calendar. Like, let me see what I have going on next week. I'm not sure what I have going on next week. That's like, a that's something like indicating yeah. you're being bunched. Yeah, that's true. Because people make time for the people that they want to spend time with. 1, Even if it's percent. like a Netflix and chill or a late night movie yeah, date. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want to kick it with somebody, chances are you're going to move some shit around to kick it with them. 1,000%. But I also feel like you should listen to your intuition. Yeah, You know, true. I feel like if, you're fe- if you feel like you're not being a priority, then you're probably not a priority. Yeah. No, you know? I, I definitely agree with that. I feel like, you know, people prioritize things that they want you know people that they like and people and make things time that they like. for the things they want to do i feel like there's 100%. always time and i feel like that's like you know a major indicator if you're being benched or not um and so they talk about other dates and exes often too and so the cardinal rule do not discuss your ex on a first date even frequently unless sharing a lesson learned i feel like i kind of talk about my exes but not like in a weird way like in a like thank god i'm with you today yeah you know and you do <laughs> thank you, god i'm with you, you today you do you talk about your previous experiences but i feel like like what this says you often talk about like what you learned from them or how you become better from you know that situation and so if interactions feel one-sided check if you're doing all the work if you're the only one talking if you're the only one reaching out texting most often than not chances are you're being benched so those are five signs for our listeners if you're being benched Send us a message you on know IG. What, you know what you, know, you could. Do, you know what you could do when you feel like you're being benched. What can you do? Block the person. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I, for me, it's on I to feel the like next. Or just, or just, just, or just say something really crazy to them, and then they're like, "Oh my god, she's crazy!" And at least you're crazy instead of being benched. I'd rather guys think I was crazy than like just thinking that I was basic. Uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I've always been like, I, I like to be upfront, honest, or blunt. You know, and yeah. so if I'm not feeling you, I'm not feeling you. You know, mm-hmm. or if. I got other things going on. I'm going to keep it a book. I'm going to tell you I got other, you know, I, yeah. I got other things going on, you know. And so yeah. most often than not, at least prior to our relationship, that never really deterred anybody. I think it makes, I feel like girls want what they can't have in some sense, sure. some circumstances. And so if girls think that you're talking to other women, you know, they'll try to show you why you shouldn't be talking to other women by, mm. you know, going above and beyond. Well, you know, it's kind of like having a roster. Like I would tell my single friends, mm-hmm. you need to have like a few guys that you talk to. And that way, yeah. sometimes when you just talk to one person, you give them so much attention and you blow up their head and all of a sudden they feel so good about themselves. Yeah. They start dogging you. They feel like they've conquered the quest. Yeah, and I do. Right? And I feel like sometimes when you're st- when you initially start talking to one person, you should be talking to other people. And that way you don't have as much time to focus on that one person. And it's really immature. I'm not going to lie. It's really nah, immature. I mean, hey, that's the way. It's that's really 2023, immature. I feel like. I know, but that's kind of how you have to be in 2023 to, to lock down like a guy that you like. You yeah. have to play them to the left. Yeah, I feel and like. And they like you more. It's, you got to have rosters. You, you have to you gotta have, have game, teams. Guys. You got to be ready to play different sports. You know what I'm it's saying? Game, different yeah. industries. So, you know, I don't know. I feel like when I was single, I, I definitely had a few 
teams, rosters, you know? But I feel like if he's the right person, I don't know. I feel like I never really like to play games. No. But I could write a book about playing games. For sure. But I do feel like if he's the right person for you and you're the right person for him, like, I don't think you need to do all that. It's like you both meet in the middle and you're just like at the right place at the right time. Yeah. But I do I feel like time- I give my friends a lot of advice and I feel like all the advice that I give them is basically like yeah. start with your starting five. Like I feel like timing is everything, you know, because when you're young and you want to be single, you know, then that's where... You know, you might have a deep roster or you're playing some of those, you know, some of those dating games, positions, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But as you get older, as you start looking for, um, you know, just solidarity and and stability, you know, some of those some of those people you got to cut, you know, some of those players you got to wave. Um, And so have you ever benched someone and didn't even realize it? No, I feel like, you know, you know, when you're not really feeling someone. Have you, have you been benched and how long did it take to notice it? No, because I feel like I don't really expect anything from anyone. I'm the kind of person like you have to do so much for me initially yeah. to show me that you like me or I don't care. Like I my- feel like you've you've always been the team captain. You call the shots, you know? Yeah. I and like so I, I just I can never picture you being benched. Well, no, because I understand like I understand the game of life. Yeah. And I feel like you most often than not, when guys are pursuing you, you control the pace. You know, at least the woman always typically controls Mm -hmm. the pace. If you want to hook up, then you'll hook up. If you want to slow play it and learn more about the guy, you'll probably, you know, slow play it. And I don't know. For me, I feel like there's maybe been times where I've been benched just because I was open and honest that. I had a deep roster, you know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. sometimes girls aren't feeling that. Sometimes, you know, it becomes a challenge to them. I feel like for most women, I think that like you have to like, like for me personally, I feel like a guy has to do a lot to show me that he wants to be with me. Yeah, I agree with you that. You have to put in time. You have to put in calls. You have to like do things for me to make me feel like you want to be with me. Because mm-hmm. if you're just calling me or texting me when you want, like you're not even, you're not even on, you don't even know where my gym is. Right. Yeah. No, it's I, not feel that. I feel that. I feel that. What if someone just wants to take it slow and keep their options open? Is that okay? Well, that's because you're not, that's because you feel like you haven't hit your peak. Yeah, or maybe some people just aren't, you know, interested in settling down right now. I mean, look at Drake, for example. Mm-hmm. Drake, you know, is notoriously single, single. and mm-hmm. dating and having fun and not interested in having a wife. And so, you know, yeah. obviously his options are open. I mean, listen, you're only as good as your options. Yeah, I'm sure the boy has plenty of options. For sure. Plenty of options. Listen, as long as he's happy and feels fulfilled, why not? Yeah. I also feel like when you're an artist, you need to have a lot of different flavors. Yeah, you got to have experiences in life, stuff going on in your life you to make You need that creativity. Content, you need to have like sure. a crazy girl, a smart girl, a classy girl. You got to have a roster. You definitely need a roster for content. Yeah. Like I get it because I feel I like when that. I was single, I felt like I had to talk to different guys for different things, like reasons. Like yeah. I had a really smart tech guy that I used to talk to and I loved talking to him because he would like tell me he, he you know, made $300 million in less than 24 hours or I raised a billion dollars. My company with Unicorn, like... I liked having those kind of relationships. And then I liked having athlete relationships, like just like different friendships, you know? Yeah, I think that's more so of you leaving a relationship and trying to figure out what's next. Right. Exactly. And so, of course, you know, you're single, you're going to date whoever, you know, you're attracted to to figure out what you really like, Uh, especially having been married at so young at 21. Yeah. Uh, I feel like for me, I'm I'm the opposite. I feel like I've 
I'm 32, never been married, no kids. And so I've been playing the field, trying to figure out, all right, is this something that I want to do one day? And I don't know, we're getting warmer. Okay. We're getting warmer. Good. Well, good. Yeah. Well, I had a great time talking to you guys today. Same here, babe. It was fun. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate you. Follow us at separation underscore anxiety underscore podcast. And make sure you subscribe and tune in week to week. Sounds great. Bye, guys. Peace. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.